0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Well, you are in for a treat today because this is really one of those films that you it just you, – you—you. Well, You want a hug, (laughs) and uh, and it is truly uh, a wonderful film called Tomorrow Ever After, and the director is Ela Teer, and she's with us today to talk about it. The film is basically, uh, she plays a, a historian who lives 600 years in the future, war, poverty, pollution, greed, exploitation, depression, loneliness. These are all things that you only read about in the history books while she studied this dark period in which money is viewed as important as people she has she has never in in the flesh seen human beings and she ends up here in our world in our time in two thousand fifteen actually as a time traveler and she is trying to navigate her way back home and in the process getting to know us people for what we are very flawed people trying to find our way in the world. But she is a wonderful guide and also a wonderful signpost that what the future may hold for all of us that's the premise of tomorrow ever after and the, well, as i said we're we're fortunate to have with us today the director Ela tier Ela, welcome to film school hi thank you thank you thank you so much mm-hmm. and uh I, I don't know how that sounded because i think it's apropos of the film but your film is truly one of those films you want to hug and wow. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh-huh. I just because it's it, the sensibility is is uh, so um, uh, opening and, and inviting. And it's just it's just a great uh, premise. And tell me a little bit about where the story for tomorrow ever after came <laughs> from.
1: Uh, where did it come from? Yeah, you know, I I, I don't know that I remember the exact moment. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was working on another script that wasn't getting anywhere. And uh when that happens, what I'll do is I'll just start scribbling odd stories that I would never produce or make or get into, and this was one of them and as I wrote it, it just showed it i just showed up I wrote the whole thing probably in a few days, the first draft it just wrote itself um, yeah, okay,
0: so when you were <laughs> so it didn't sound like you thought it would become a film when you were writing it or,
1: or did... no, it was like a little innocuous you know. Writing exercise just to kind of, you know, uh, get out of whatever rut I was in writing another film.
0: Mm-hmm. So at one point, yeah, it just sort of grew into something that you just felt like, okay, we, I'll do this. This is something I, you know.
1: You know the the other rut I was in is that I was working really hard to try and raise money for another film that I was going to produce, and I was hitting all the usual walls. And I thought, you know, I don't want to spend my whole life as a, filmmaking, as a filmmaker raising money. I want to spend my life making films. So why don't I write a small little film for my friends, and we'll just go out and run and gun something really fun. Um, and it was something I was going to, you know, just kind of do on the side while I'm trying to raise money for the quote-unquote real film. Um, but the script just so came to life, and I was so excited about it, and it was so fun to write for my friends because um, it made the writing less alone because I felt like they were in the room with me as I was writing for them. Uh, there were no auditions for this film. Every character I wrote for the person who played that role. Um, so I just knew, I just knew as I wrote the script that it was a, a film I would have to make, and um, I sent it out to my friends. We got together for a table read, and we knew we were making the film. We were already we were in pre-production when that table read was over.
0: Was that right? So what's that feeling like when you when you are in in that room and and everyone's I assume looking around at each other, thinking, okay. I mean, what what is you like? What's the sense of it?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it a while ago now? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the table read—I remember it was—it uh, was really, really fun. I mean, yeah. we were all laughing while we were reading it, okay. and I was crying through a bunch of it. I remember uh, my parents, who are tuned into the show right now, because I told them to. Because they were at the <laughs> table read, uh, so they've seen—they've seen this journey. Um, yeah, there was like a magic in the room, yeah. and it's—you know—when you work on a project. There's so many ebbs and flows. There's a day when you're, like, hi and you're like, oh, it's amazing, I love this project, and the next day you're like, this is the worst film ever made, I can't believe I'm making this stupid film. It just goes back and forth like that. So it's a nice, um, you get to kind of charge your batteries when you meet with people who are excited about your work, and, and um, you know, you can absorb that energy, and it really it really drives you. Now, the
0: I mean, we I kind of went over the, the outline of the story, Um, If there's something I left out and kind of that part of it, please help me uh, fill it in. But you're basically you come from the future. You're back here. You're you're. It's very. It's kind of subtle, understated the way that we are introduced into the story. Uh, They there's a. It sounds like I mean there's a group of people and they call your name and you're not there. And then all of a sudden we see you in New York City uh, trying to find your way back home. Right?
1: Is that? yeah 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 so there's a uh, as you learn later on there's a is a team of physicists and a team of historians who got together to work on this time travel experiment as a way to study history um and they had never uh they had never done it before, and there's an accident in the lab which is depicted as being out in nature because uh, <clears throat> I think we'll do a lot more of our work out in nature in this future that I imagine mhm. And this character, Shana, accidentally <clears throat> ends up thrown 600 years in the past. And, yeah, the idea is, um, you know, so many science fiction films that we see about the future depict this very you know, this dystopian future where society's that much more cold and mechanical and inhuman. And <clears throat> I thought, you know, let's turn this on its head. What if the future was what we would all actually want it to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we lived in a society that was human, that was run by compassion and not by greed, what would that society make of us today? Mm. Um, and to me, you know, one of the things I most I most appreciate about my film is that they don't actually look back at us with judgment mm. um, or pity, but actually admiration for uh, what we... What we will have to do to move from where we are now to where we want to get to.
0: There's so much about your character that is inviting and positive and forward-thinking in terms. Just so many things about uh, her, about Shana. Um, and you've done another film. You did Foreign Letters before this, yeah. Uh, and it was about and your is about your immigration experience. Correct. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself. Because I, I feel like when I'm watching Shana, there, I'm really a, a slightly altered version of you. Is is that is that fair? Am I? Are you? Are you? Are you <laughs> that's, Shana? Are in a lot of ways? It seems like you are.
1: Um, that would be nice. <laughs> 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 they, they had. That would be nice. Okay. <laughs> um, if I was that. Unguarded and and trusting, and always assume the best about people. They had to remind me on set uh, every time the camera rolled. They had to remind me to smile because <laughs> um, Shana's Shana's happy, and I have this you know worried Jewish look on my face. <laughs> so we had to we had to modify that. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I think some version of the Shana character is in all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and my hope is that the film would inspire that, you know, to inspire us to consider that maybe, 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 maybe we're safe enough to show just how open hearted we long to be with each other. Yeah. And
0: um, I just you're I mean, you've you've worked as an actress before, but I just I found your ease in front of a camera to be one of the one of the best things mm-hmm. about the film. Um, there's there's a lack of it's just you just didn't seem. I mean, you seem very comfortable and your your ability to convey a lot of different emotions in a scene. Um, I mean, wonderment and dis- in some ways disappointment, but but at the end mm-hmm. of it all, your character's positive at, outlook. Uh, and, and there are a couple of scenes that are a little tougher in terms of her her actions uh, that obviously were sort of out of a necessity to to get to where she needed to go but uh, it 's a, it's a really nice yeah. it 's a beautiful performance i I really enjoyed watching uh, you as a as an actress and and um, and your ability to it you know with the other actors and I want to also point out some of the other people that you uh, have in the cast. Is it, am I saying mm-hmm. Abby Bassi? Is it? Am I way? Ebi Bassi
1: plays Imani. Okay. Uh, Strike one. Beautiful, beautiful job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah.
1: And okay. Nabil Vines is Milton, and Memo yeah. is Antonio, and Matt Marumba as Rudy. These are all people whose careers I would invest myself in in a heartbeat. Um, they're just incredible, incredible actors. Yeah. I was very, very... Lucky to be surrounded by them,
0: yeah, and, and have
1: a lot to learn from them.
0: Well, and and you know, Nabil Venus 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 mm-hmm. is yeah is terrific. I mean, he's really the the second lead in the film in many ways, and uh, yeah, does a terrific job. He's uh, not a particularly good guy at the beginning, but he does. But he also is not. He's just a, it. Just he played it very well. I thought he did a great job with his role as uh, as Milton and uh as well as um Imani and uh, played by EB mm-hmm. Bassi. yeah EB Bassi, yeah. Yeah. yeah we're she... we're
1: we're a, we're a group of immigrants so we're used to our names being us <laughs> yeah i, I know i'm just yeah, yeah.
0: I, ju- I, I i'm infamous <laughs> you're saying
1: for... them perfect you're saying them great yeah
0: okay i'm infamous yeah. for, for no, butchering but I... this yeah <laughs> kind of stuff, but uh, go ahead
1: no i do want to say i do want to say that um what inspires me about Nabil um, and his acting is his ability. He's very passionate, showing men who, on the surface, you're very you're inclined to write off. Um, you know, it's just the bad dude, and he knows how to play the bad dude with layers and vulnerability and humanity. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, <clears throat> his ability to do that inspired the writing. I, I wanted to write a movie. That gave him a chance to not be cast in yet another, you know, car thief role, but to really show what he can do as an actor. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you'd work with him earlier in a short film, "Come Back, Haley." Is that where you got to yeah. know him? Yeah. To, yeah.
1: Now, That's right, which you can see on YouTube. Yeah, he wrote and stars in the film, and I directed it. We produced it together. "Come Back, Haley." Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Ilatir, and she is the uh, director, writer of the film uh, Tomorrow Ever After. <laughs> now, the film has gotten some wonderful reviews, and uh, and uh, you can go to the website, tomorroweveraftermovie.com, to find out more. But it is playing here in Los Angeles today, starting today as we speak, on May 5th. It is playing at the Music Hall in, uh, in Los Angeles here. Actually, Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Ask, I didn't ask before. Are you in town for this?
1: I will be. Um, I will be in Los Angeles Wednesday and Thursday, so I'll be there for the closing shows, the last two evenings. Okay. Um, and I should mention, uh, yeah, it's playing for a week, and I've been in New York most of my life, uh, all of my adult life. And so here is where I know everybody. I don't actually know Los Angeles at all, mm-hmm. um, and so I don't have the word of mouth power in Los Angeles that I have in New York. Well, it's, uh, so it's if, a, you're, if you're hearing the show yeah. and you're intrigued, please share with your friends. I just had to say that. <laughs> yeah, and you should. And also, it's
0: a it's it's at the Cinema Village. Is that right? Oh, at, at yes, the, in New York. In New York. Yeah. Is that and that's mm-hmm. today. So uh, if you're here, this, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're there for a Q and A uh, today uh, for the five ten, the seven ten, and the nine ten uh, screenings. Oh
1: yeah, I'm I'm just moving into the theater here.
0: Yeah. Oh, excellent! <laughs> and you're there Saturday as well for the so Friday and Saturday five ten, seven ten, and nine ten. So um, yeah, what did Mom and Dad think of the film?
1: Um. I know they're. they're your parents. Did they? Yeah, funny to speak for them <laughs> while they hear me. Uh, well, <laughs> they they have been they have been my biggest fans, and um, they've really they've been so encouraging of me my entire life. Uh, I mean, I've you know I've been engaged in the arts, one form or, or another, my entire life, and one thing I'll say for my parents is that they understand in a very profound way um to respect um artists. So and by respect I mean things like the drawings I made when I was 2 years old. They they saved those. Um mm-hmm. and this, I'm not an only child. I'm one of five. So there was, there was a lot going on. Um but when it came to the arts, they always understood that uh, there's something so human about it. Um that's just vital to us and uh, it really it really uh, informed who I am, the fil- and, and they too are artists oh. in their own right. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Well, it's you know that is makes such a difference in, in the lives of children. I don't think it's I think it's underappreciated that the arts are such an important part of our development, as well as not just as. You know our skill set, but also our our outlook on life, it really makes such a huge difference and uh...
1: well I'll say this that one one aspect of living in our society that Shana would you know study is that we're expected to uh just kind of follow other people's thinking, not have our own thoughts and I think that uh the arts are can be dangerous because to our society, because it's all about people really figuring out their own thoughts and thinking creatively and thinking freshly. That is the job of an artist, and that's why we're so, so vital. I mean, we are, we can be the voice, and have been the voice of entire movements, and it just, you know, no, more, no other time like the present highlights for us how much we need um, to shift things out of the great despair and into a, um, a hopeful future, An artist. Really have a huge opportunity to. Being an artist is an opportunity to steer us in that direction.
0: I couldn't agree more. I think for me, art is the question, the most important question for me as far as art is concerned is why. Why are we? Why do we behave the way we do? Why do we do the things we do? Why not question what we are and what we're about and where we're going? And I couldn't agree more that it, this is a particularly critical time for artists to be heard to step up and uh, Mm. be a part of that. Um, The film, as I mentioned, it's gotten some wonderful reviews. It's won awards at uh, the uh, Fort Lauderdale International Film Festival, Moondance Film Festival, um, and the the reviews have been terrific. Uh, I... I I concur. I mean, I just want to, again. It's a it's a film. I suspect that you probably shot this in under twenty days, around twenty days, or probably not any money to speak of to do this. Fourteen you, days. Fourteen four, days. Fourteen days. Well, that I, that yes,
1: yeah, shoestring, shoestring budget. You're, you're approaching Very the world record money.
0: there at fourteen days. Yeah, that's that's a lot because you move around this film. You're a you are. There's a lot of setups, a lot of shots. So, so, as a director, in terms of what what is the challenge of, of directing and acting in the film for you? What was was there anything specific that you would give to film uh, advice to filmmakers?
1: Yeah, um, let's see. Well, I want to say first of all, what in to this, what you said before about my performance uh, makes a very big difference for me to hear that um i feel confident as a writer because i've been writing all my life and as a director to some extent acting was where i went out on a limb and that's where i lacked confidence and um i can see that when i watch the film but <laughs> um it's 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 uh so it's heartening to hear that that you appreciated the performance um to me the biggest challenge was just was just uh a matter of confidence, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that, as I continue to work um, and my confidence increases, my performance will just get looser and looser um, and more playful and uh, and more vulnerable um, so that that was the biggest challenge yeah well- and as a woman you know I, I you know I put myself in the lead. Um, I don't look the way women who are generally cast in leads look. You know, I'm not a supermodel. I'm a Jewish girl in her 40s. And I had to know that what I look like is just fine. It's just fine. And that, I think every woman actress hits up against this wall. Um, And it's a huge, huge challenge. And I do think it's why, I mean, you know, I I run a film school in New York, and I see this all the time, Um, the, the male Actors have a much uh, easier time at finding their confidence in, in getting in front of a group so that was that's a huge challenge yeah.
0: well I'll, I'll say again in different terms their performance there's a vulnerability to it there's a strength in it there's a there is this sort of Bewilderment at the behavior of human beings at this time and place that all of those things kind of the way that you're able to to fuse all of that together in your character and in the story itself, and as you said, the positive outlook that we are in fact capable of a of a future in which we would all want to be a part and the and it's simple things like the idea of holding hands and greeting somebody with a hug seem out of place. In some ways, in modern society, but this at the same time feels completely natural and organic in the in in this story and uh, and the way you were able to pull it together. It's just a, it's a terrific film, and I, again, one you should be very proud of, and certainly think it's uh, it's just a terrific film.
1: So, thank you, thank you. And I just want to say, speaking of the future, that I I just finished writing the sequel, and we're shooting it this winter. Oh, Sarah, so there will be oh. there'll be another yeah. There's another one coming.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Terrific. All right. Well, that's good. We're we're breaking news here on on film school. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> congratulations, and uh, I, I look forward to oh, you're going to be out here on Wednesday and Thursday at the music hall uh, to to for some Q and A's. I should have checked exactly what the Q and A's you're going to be yeah here for.
1: for. But yes, I will be there at the uh, 7 o'clock shows, and, well, I'll be there at the, the evening shows, and I'll be there with a couple of cast members also, with Matt Malumba, and, and, uh, who plays Rudy, and with Nabil Vinas, who plays Milton. Oh, f- They'll be there with me.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, that's something to look forward to. Again, the, the, the Music Hall, it's on Wilshire Boulevard. It's They say at Los Angeles, really Beverly Hills, pretty swanky part of town. It's a beautiful theater, and <laughs> uh, check it out, the 7 o'clock sh- uh, screenings on Wednesday and Thursday for Tomorrow Ever After. Ila, Tear, thank you so much for being on Film School, and uh, I hope you'll come back for the sequel. How's that? I'm, I'm extending an offer. Yes. Okay. Oh,
1: thank you so much. <laughs> and to Mr. Thank and
0: to Mr. you. And to Mr. and Mrs. Tears out there, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. So, all yeah. right. <laughs> Take care. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Take bye. care.